Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Makeup is my therapy. I'm in love. I'm obsessed and I don't even feel guilty about it. Hello and welcome to you, Beauty, the daily podcast for your face. It's definitely Monday morning because I just sat here waiting for Kelly to start talking, but I am leading this episode. She goes, are you okay? And I'm like, I was being patient, doll. I think I need some of that coffee. I'm Lee Campbell. I'm Kelly McCarran, and we have a great show for you all today. But first, reminding you, go and vote in the You Beauty Awards. There will be a link in the show notes. Remember that you can nominate absolutely any brand you think deserves to win. Big or small, voting closes on the 25th of February, so only a little bit of time left. Okay, Lee, it's Monday. What do we do on Mondays? On Mondays, we answer two real-life Yubi questions that have been submitted. So you can submit them via our Instagram, via email. I couldn't help but wonder. Ask me anything. You ask many questions. Today, we've got two fantastic questions. One very specific one about the inner, inner, inner corner and makeup. (laughs) And I'm so excited for Kelly's answer because I reckon she'll know. But first, we have a question from Katie. Hi there. I have a question for the you beauty ladies that I've been searching for an answer to for quite some time. I would love to know how to truly minimize my pores and I'm open to all suggestions. But my true question is how Lee and Kelly, especially Lee, because she's mentioned noticing enlarged pores, have come to accept larger pores as they've gotten older. I myself keep buying product after product and I think it's time to just work on acceptance. I love to be able to wear minimal makeup or wear sunscreen and just let the world see my face. But my my enlarged pores keep me wanting to hide my skin and I'm beginning to think that it's more about acceptance. Thank you. I love this question. Same. Because it is two pronged and I'm going to get into products later, but I just think this is such an important thing to cover for pores for anything in regards to your appearance. Because yes, we recommend products to quote unquote fix things all the time, but we don't really need fixing. You're probably here because you love beauty or you're curious or you're a beauty fanatic. That's mm. definitely why Kelly and I do this. But it's not the law. It's not the be all and end all. And there's so many things that I don't love about my parents, but I've kind of, I guess, learned to accept them. My suggestion here first for Katie would be to focus on like, what do you love? Do you love your eye colour? Do you notice when you wear a green top that it really pops? Do you have great brows? Do you, do you love the great cu- lips, Cupid's nice bow, teeth. your hair? And like, I would play that up and focus on that because it just makes you feel good. Like when I see Kelly, I don't even know if she's got big paws or small paws. I always look straight at her amazing eyeshadow because she always does beautiful eyes. Not so. No, you look gorgeous. And so for me, I guess, yes, I try and work work on those things, but also I'm lazy and busy. So I won't do specific products or steps just for the one Mm. part I'm not loving. Like I've got this really big sunspot pigmentation thing there. It's like the size of a five cent piece. I never bothered just covering it with concealer because I just go, you know what? It's there. 
no one looks like a perfect Instagram flawless filter. I think that's also really mm. important. So you might see beautiful photos of Kelly and I on Instagram. Know that we have spent a long time doing our makeup and taken 85 selfies. And potentially sometimes they might be a little bit retouched, even if that's just with like the Paris well, filter. Yeah. I don't do that just because I feel no, like. No, but like the professional ones, I oh, mean, if that's yeah, what yeah. you're. Profe- yeah. I, oh, gosh, yes. When you have professional photos, they come back and you're like, God, I'm like, I do I look that, that good? No. Yes. <laughs> but also, you know, the best lighting. So it's exactly. hard to compare yourself on social media but even in real life I think working on acceptance is fantastic so whatever it is maybe it's your pores maybe it's your thin hair maybe whatever it is what do you love about your appearance and that's not vain and that's not superficial but I just go you know what I really like my long fingers mm. I know that's weird I have really long you do. fingers you've got beautiful fingers they're probably a bit unusually God, long that sounds creepy coming no, from but, any other know, person I don't like my jowls but I really like my eyes you've got beautiful eyes I'd hate my hairline but I really yeah exactly so I just I'm trying to just go yep you know what that part about me is great so I think that that is so true and such a good point and as you just said about something on your face that I've you, never no, noticed and before. It's huge. I think that you need to remember that no one looks at you the way that you do. Mm. So no one is ever that close to you that they would be like, my, 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 they've got big paws. And also if someone ever did think that, that says so much more about them than you. Yes. Because you don't notice things like that about other people. That is such a good point. My husband will probably kill me for telling this story, but he was a faucet baby. And so he always had one eye that was a little bit more closed than the other. He's in his mid forties, works at a computer all day. And so the doctor did say it's getting worse and worse and worse. He recently had surgery just to open up one lid and he needed it firstly. But secondly, he said it really bothered his appearance. And I said, honey, I don't even see it. He goes, but you look at me more than I look at myself. And I was like, I really don't see it. But you don't see it. Yeah. And And also whose face is perfectly symmetrical. And he had the surgery and he's so much happier. And he's like, do you think it looks great? And I was like, yeah, it looks great. But I can't hardly tell Mm. the difference. So that's such a good point. This lady posted on the Beauty Facebook group Anon about five weeks ago. And she said, hey, what can I do for my pores? I wonder if it's potentially the same person. I hate them. They're so big. And I wrote back, I know this isn't what you're asking, but I just wanted to say you've actually got very healthy, normal looking skin. Please remember that when you're seeing people on social media Mm. and comparing yourself, even our phones inbuilt do not show our Mm. flaws. And I'm saying that with quote marks, the way that if you're in a zoomed up magnifying mirror mirror, or with your phone pressed straight to you, do. Like everyone has pores because that's how your skin breathes. It's also the mirrors that you look in. Like I have tweezers now in the car to get my chin hairs. Oh, because in your mirror you look hot at home and you're like, I'm not hairy. Yeah. But then you'll see your pores in the car. I don't know. Why is the best light in the car? And you're like, oh. Okay. Yeah. So it's good and bad. So that's that part out of the way. There are some things you can do. And what I do is that I reach for products that have multi benefits and pore minimizing is one of them. Mm. You can't change the size of your pores. You can sort of temporarily tighten them. As we age, the elasticity in our skin disappears. And so everything gets more lax. The skin on my upper arms now at 42 or nearly 42 is just not the elasticity I had 10 years ago. So it's the same thing with your face. But what I do is I go, great, that product works for my routine, works for my skin and also kind of addresses my pores. So I will use a chemical exfoliant once or twice a week and or a vitamin A. Both of those will help with clearing out pores Mm. and kind of reducing the size somewhat. and I Clearing do, them out will make them appear smaller because yes, they're not as obvious. That's it. So you can use, you know, a BHA once a week probably. You don't want to over exfoliate though because then that'll aggravate the pores and they'll look bigger. So it's a bit of a catch-22 there, but you need exfoliation anyway, no matter your skin type or your pore size. 
Vitamin A is a form of cell renewal. So I do that a couple of nights a week and that just kind of refines, you know, pigmentation, fine lines and wrinkles, pore size. So Mm. I'm doing it because it's a great ingredient, not just for my pores. You say you use sunscreen, fantastic. That is so important for people wanting to look at the size of their pores because sun damage just absolutely degrades any sort of elasticity and collagen. So you're going to not have a good time there. Niacinamide, fantastic ingredient. Again, does a bit of everything. It's really strengthening. It will reduce pore size, pigmentation. So niacinamide is great to use morning and or night. You can fit it in wherever you want there. Make sure you're cleansing and doing all sorts of water stuff with lukewarm water, not really hot because they're really hot, will open the pores and aggravate them. So it's just more about steps that help with pores and other stuff rather than, you know, a primer that's putty filling like I'll maybe use one of those twice a year if I'm going to a wedding or yeah. something really fancy but I don't reach for a specific pore primer or a specific pore foundation or concealer I just don't care that much but I feel like also if you're just really diligent with good skincare that's heaps better than a makeup that's going to kind of fill it or cover it and potentially make them worse long term because well, it's filling it. them up Katie says she likes to wear minimal makeup and always sunscreen great chemical exfoliant maybe a retinol at night, some niacinamide and stick with it. It's going to take three to six months. You'll just have better skin and slightly smaller pores. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Next up, we've got a question from Sarah. Hi, ladies. Absolutely love the show and I've learned so much from both. So thank you. I'd like to ask a question about prepping under eyes and inner corner for makeup. I recently delved into the world of concealer in an effort to cover my darkening under eyes, but am struggling with it caking and separating. The lovely ladies at Mecca helped me choose a nice hydrating concealer, but have said I need to exfoliate the area and also prep properly with a hydrating eye cream. I've always avoided the eye area when exfoliating, so I'm hoping you can tell me how best to prep that area and what products to use. Also, any tips to apply the concealer would be appreciated. Thank you. Alarm, alarm. Do not exfoliate. Please do not. Was that lady trying to troll Sarah? Maybe she wanted to come back and buy more stuff to fix it. So where we're talking the circle. like exfoliate that area. Yeah, the orbital bone, like there's a clear circle. Don't exfoliate in there. The skin is so much thinner. There's no oil glands, which is why it gets crepey and dry. Mm. Exfoliating is going to make that worse. Yeah, it just really, really, really doesn't need it. So first up, don't do that. Agree with hydration underneath. Kelly's going to have a lot of great tips, but I struggle with this too. Again, at nearly 42, I haven't had anti-wrinkle, like I have none in my face now. Same! Yeah, I'm really vibing that. I'm really vibing like how much movement I have. Yeah, and it just, like I like what it does to my under eyes, but I don't like what it does to the rest of my face. Anyway, will I get it again? Maybe frozen look. Yeah. Mm. So I'm with you. This is what I do. I recommended a few weeks ago the Dior uh, yes. under eye concealer. It's fantastic. It's very expensive. I'm loving it at the moment. It's hydrating, but full coverage. I don't know if it's at Mecca. Maybe. I bought mine at Sephora. You can get it at Maya. I do my full skincare and my sunscreen. 
Then I do my foundation. Then I apply an eye serum, like a really kind of gentle one that's very safe, like pretty much up under the lash line. Mm -hmm. Let that set. Then I do my concealer. A little bit goes a long way. I have had some problem with separating, so I've had to find like the right one because some of them kind of, as you go to blend it, it goes all pilly and weird, but it's working for me at the moment. So I would, if I were you, after foundation, apply time bit of an eye serum not a cream they're too thick you needed like a juicy juicy serum yeah then my concealer because what I do look remember when we used to watch YouTubes 10 years ago and they were a giant triangle of mm. concealer don't do that I do a dot on the inner corner and a dot on the outer corner and then I just use my fingers to blend I don't like a beauty blender under there I don't like a brush I just feel like my finger is more well the warmth precise. from your finger makes it blend a lot more naturally. Yes, exactly. And you just can control it. What are your tips? The same as yours, but I think that Sarah's potentially using too much product mm. because she's got the nice hydrating concealer. Mm-hmm. You don't need to exfoliate. I also don't think you need to use specific products underneath, like a hydrating eye cream, because that's probably going to make it separate more. Definitely. Unless it's, it's something it's a, really light. That's why I use a serum or a gel, mm. because I feel like eye cream's too too thick and juicy and separate. So that's why I use a specific like eye serum. I love the Estee Lauder one, although it's expensive. Innisfree, that Korean brand has a beautiful, it's like an eye and face hyaluronic ball thingy. Oh, yeah. Paula's Choice has a beautiful like vitamin C. They call it a cream, but it's a very thin texture. I love that ordinary Oh, the serum. peptide one. Oh, love. That's beautiful under my concealer as well. But I think like a teeny amount and practice. Yeah. Also, your eyeballs move and you smile, so you're going to get some creasing. Everyone gets creasing because the skin has to move. Yes. And so when, especially if a concealer says creaseless, it's like, well, that's not actually possible because, Mm. of course, it's going to crease in the fine lines that happen when you smile. Move your face. I think that you need to try less product, especially if it's getting cakey. Agreed. And remember to use a mist to keep your skin hydrated throughout the day. See, I don't set, but this Dior concealer, I'm using that as a specific reference. It's hydrating, but it definitely sets down to velvet. It doesn't need powdering. Whereas, for example, the It Cosmetics Bye Bye Under Eye, very full of coverage, but so juicy that I look glossy under the eye. Yeah. So does it depend on her concealer? Potentially. So maybe with a powder puff, just press the teeniest Mm. little bit of translucent powder or some sort of a powder that you really like, just the tiniest bit into that under eye area just to sort of mattify it out and it'll stop anything moving everywhere. When I was using the Bye Bye Under Eye by It Cosmetics, which is fantastic but very juicy, I would actually just use a oil absorbing, what are those things called? Blotting paper. I literally blotted the juiciness away but it kept it hydrating. Does that make sense? Because blotting papers have like the tiny film of powder on them like literally just to take away that glossy that's actually a good host hack that is a good host hack i remember two other eye serums that you could try underneath because i'm just i'm on this journey too with you my friend the jojoba company transformative eye serum that one's about 60 bucks and the really fantastic one that i forgot i wonder where this is in my house la roche posay hyaluronic acid eye serum oh i love that's that one that's like a clear gel it's heaven yeah but nothing too thick underneath and like you need like a grain of rice amount. Because mm. you can always set. add a little bit more if you need Yes, it. and then a tiny bit of concealer as well. Like don't go too crazy. You'll find the right amount yep. when you play around with it. I think it is just practice to get because it sounds like apart from the exfoliating, it sounds like they've given you the right products and mm. tips. But and that don't you're using, exfoliate. do not. The orbital bone. Anyway, within the orbital mm. bone, do not exfoliate. Error, error, error. Makeup hacks 
my hack is about making sure that we don't forget about the body. At the moment, it's so warm in Australia. We're still out and about. We're showing off a lot of our decolletage and arms and legs and that sort of thing. The thing is, is that many of us have sun damage. So Lee and I have both mm-hmm. said both of us have chest sun damage from sun exposure when we were young and stupid. The thing is, if you just put makeup on your face and then you're wearing like this little slip dress, mm. It just looks so obvious that you've got a lot of makeup on your face because you've sort of just stopped at your neck and then forgotten about your decolletage. It's not just skincare that should stop at your nipples. Mm. If you're not wearing clothes, your makeup should also stop at your nipples. However, we don't need to waste lots of products and do a bunch of different steps. So you can just make a really nice tinted body lotion. Mm. All you need to do is just get a cheaper foundation or one that perhaps you don't love on your face and then mix a couple of pumps of that in with your body lotion or whatever. You can use a body oil even. Mm. And that way you're also not getting a shimmer if you don't like a shimmer, which is what we touched on on Friday. Spread it all over your decolletage. It moisturizes in because you've popped the cream or the oil with it. You're going to look really glossy and glowy as mm. well, but it's just going to sheer out the lines, the mm-hmm. pigmentation. The, it's a bit of a diffusion. Yeah, it kind of looks like you're just filtered. So it's not like someone's not going to look at your chest and be like, she's got a lot of foundation on no, her chest. I totally agree. It's just agree. like, oh, everything is just so diffused and beautiful. Yeah, I do that, exactly that, to the point where I went to like one of the $2 shops and got like little travel tubs and I've made a premixed oh. like one quarter foundation that was something that wasn't, it was actually too matte for my face. Oh, but... Um, so nice with and the cream too on your dark. body. Yeah, mm. and then a body lotion and I mixed it all up with a little Q-tip and I put the lid on and now I just go. Ready to go. And what I do is I put it on because it takes a little bit to set. You don't want to put on your dress straight away. And then I just put my robe back on, finish my hair. Then I'll put my clothes on and you're just like, oh, yes. Is this why celebrities look like they've got nice chests? Because I don't. I've got such bad sun damage on my chest. Well, mine's not dissimilar and it's funny that you were talking about body and all that jazz because I've been on a fake tan journey. By this time of the year in February, if I've done tan after tan after tan and scrubbed it off, my skin gets angry with DHA, which is the active ingredient in fake tan. Mm. It just gets itchy. I can't really use most products and I've tried everything, right? Also, in my mid-40s, early 40s, almost every single tanning mousse, even though if they're hydrating, whatever, too drying. Mm. Like my skin just ain't what it used to be in my body. Too drying. So I searched high and low for a rich, hydrating body cream fake tan. I didn't want a gradual. Yeah. Everything I wanted was really hard. So I found some, but when I got it home, it was too gel-like and drying. The guide colour. I hate too much guide colour, which is why it looks bronze when you put it on, but when you shower it off. See, I love a guide colour. I hate guide colour. It's not funny. Everyone's so specific with what they love. Do you know why? Because I often tan when I'm at home and then doing chores. And if I've got guide colour, I can't, like, hang up washing because what if it touches all the whites? I don't know. Like, I just don't like it. I made my own, sort of. Little plug for myself, I have a pregnancy and postpartum body care range called I was about to say, Brillo and Beauty. it will be soon to Brillo. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know how much. We should. We should. But what I did was I got the lotion, which is our most lightweight body oh, moisturizer, and there's no oils in there because you don't want to use a really oily, juicy oil takes off tan. Got the lotion and then I went to Priceline. It was actually a little while ago when they had that really great sale and I got the Tanologist self-tan drops. They're for face and body. I got dark because I knew I wanted to use less drops for more payoff. Mm. 
And then it was funny. I was reading the back of the bottle. It was like, do not use more than this. This is very concentrated. And I was like, oh God, what am I doing? You're such a little weirdo. I love that you're just like concocting well, your own products. Well, I'm itchy I love and it. I'm dry and I'm lazy. So I was like, right. And I but did. you're not. You say that. Well, you're not because you went to the shops and you've made your own product. Yes. And so I think that's genius. And I didn't want guide color. And I just couldn't find what I wanted mm. that wasn't a so gradual. So I just used, you know, maybe six pumps of the lotion and then three drops of the tan for each kind of limb and then, you know, my torso. I did it last night, Kel, to show you. You look. Like it's just the most natural colour. You look natural but like you're golden. Like, I just loved it and the lotion from Brillo dries down quickly but it's mm. still nourishing. So then I just popped on a sundress and went about my day. No one could see it because there's no guide colour. Didn't smell. You wouldn't have smelt exactly. Didn't smell. Yeah. I don't know how they make concentrated tan that doesn't smell. No smell. So I slept in it because I was like, sweet. I'm just really happy with my little concoction. So if you're finding it hard to get a perfect fake tan for you that, I don't know, there's all the problems, why? Make your own with tan drops and a body lotion. I think that's just good advice for, in general, make your own make if you can't find what you I'm like. I'm just so happy with myself I love that doing you did that. that. So that is my host hack for this week. So that's it for today. And remember, you can send us questions. We answer real ones. Mm. Ask us, ask us. On Instagram, we're at YouBeautyPodcast. And on email, we're YouBeauty at MamaMia.com.au. If you're new here and you don't know about the YouBeauty Facebook group, check it out. There are almost 80,000 YouBees over there. And it's just a really lovely community. So go ahead and join one of the biggest beauty communities in the industry. We've also popped a link to subscribe to the YouBeauty newsletter in the show notes. It's a free resource that I put together and basically it goes out every week. It's a beauty roundup with insider beauty tips, tricks, recommendations. Pop over and subscribe. It's free. You Beauty is produced by Cassie Merritt with audio production by Leah Porges. And tune in tomorrow for The Formula where Erin is interviewing a beauty insider about her skincare routine. Bye. Bye.